This is Wrestling for the Faith, a weekly podcast celebrating faith, family, and wrestling. And now, here are your hosts, Casey Cage and Chad Gunner-Lale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey Cage. And I am Gunner Chad Lale. And in case you did not know, folks, apparently we stirred up a hornet's nest with last week's episode. (laughs) I think we knew we were going to be doing that, Casey. It's no surprise to me, but hey, it gives us a good topic today and kind of runs right into what we're going to be talking about anyway. So let's roll. Yeah, it it definitely does. Before we get into it, though, I want to to say that uh, I will be with pastors Jeremy and Jamie James um, with Living It Ministries uh, on February 26th at 6.30 p.m. That's Central Time. Uh, it's at the Florence Scruggs Municipal Building, 1433 Main Street in Altamont, Tennessee. Um, and I'm going to be I'm going to be ministering up there and, and praise the Lord for that opportunity. Also. March 19th, we'll be at Hope Championship Wrestling to, uh, to take on the, uh, the Koloff dynasty. Uh, you got anything oh, yes. else that you want to throw out? Uh, yeah. Once this airs, I guess February 26th, and I can, I'll throw some dates out on social media. I'll be in my first independent show. I am excited since 2000. Oh, 17, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Elon, North Carolina. Um, I'll shoot out some more details. Got a lot of stuff coming up in March, some preaching opportunities as well. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of get a list. I don't want to take up 10 minutes of running through bookings, but looking yeah. forward to it, man, as we, as we drop this, I am technically a free agent now, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Enjoy the indie scene. And uh, I'll, I'll mention death and defiance real quick as they, they are, you know, kind enough to help us out with images and sponsors and we're going to uh, be dropping a Gunner merchandise store on their website. And soon we'll be having some uh, wrestling for the faith stuff on there as well. So we are excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So before we get into uh, kind of our the meat of what we were planning on discussing today, uh, <laughs> it, it cracks me up really because we got a lot of these tweets and a lot of people sent me articles and headlines from these, uh, let's call them fake news wrestling dirt sheet websites. Uh, yeah, or, right. Or, as some people call them fiction writers. Uh, now I just want to say, first off, we are thankful for those out there who actually uh, did a, true transcript of what was said on last week's uh, podcast, the tweet heard around the world. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people listened to it. A lot of people were, uh, were, were tweeting and talking about it, writing, writing articles about it. And, you know, <clears throat> one of the biggest things that blew my mind. Now I had somebody send me this article and yeah, <laughs> I woke up to this thing. The headline, Jackson Riker fires off on Black Lives Matter and other minorities on religious podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sent me that this morning. The first thing I noticed was the headline, and I just shook my head. So, um, man, here we go. You know, you and I knew that going into that episode, we were going to get 
um, uh, you know, I don't want to call names or anything, but people that were just going to, first of all, just try to attack us. Yeah. Uh, first, because we're Christians. <clears throat> Second of all, because I was bringing this back up. Um, but yeah, when I saw the headlines that fires off on Black Lives Matter and other minorities, I, I don't recall us ever talking about any other minority. We talked about Black Lives Matter. We talked about racism through every, you know, whites, blacks, Chinese. Maybe that's what they were talking about. I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, it just blew my mind right already. And here, here's one thing, though, that, that I really want to make clear. We stand for Black Lives Mattering. Sure. We stand for white lives mattering and yeah. brown lives and, and all people. Okay. All people matter. Uh, and we stand against, uh, if, if it's police brutality or any of those things, listen, there are bad people in all walks of life and, and we stand against those things. But Mm -hmm. like we talked about on last week's episode, as soon as you mention the black lives matter organization, people are going to automatically, uh, start screaming racism. But that's why we did our best to try to to let people know what their true mission statement was and what they were really all about. But people hear what they want to hear. And and we did not say we did not say anything. We didn't even say anything about black people. We we were talking about the organization and what they stood for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And and we already knew that it was going to be the thing where just like they did with me in 2020, they took this narrative. They, they took a tweet that I'd put out in 2020, started pulling up stuff from 2015, 2016 or whatnot, and splicing it together to, you know, fit their narrative. We see it all the time in media where a person will say something and then they'll dig something up from two years ago and go, oh, I can't believe you said this. It was like, OK, now we're just trying to make up stories we're, like you called it fake news, social media. Yeah. And that's really what it's become is something that's attacking. Okay. It's attacking us as individuals uh, from, from people who don't even know us basically. And it's attacking um, our, our beliefs. Like ultimately they're going to go, all oh, these guys are Christian. Here we go. What are they talking about? You know? And uh, but you know, really <laughs> um, the good thing is, is a lot of them probably listen to the podcast and what we're about on this podcast is changing lives and sharing the gospel. So hopefully they got a little bit of penetration to the heart from Jesus there instead of Amen. just pointing fingers. Definitely. Definitely, man. Well, uh, another one that blew my mind and, and you sent me this one and yeah. this was totally taken out of context. Completely. <laughs> I want to read this and I want people okay. to go back and listen to last week's episode and see exactly what you really said. But it says, because the headline of what they said was that, Basically, you said you were going to go into work and and have a mass shooting spree. Right, right, right. How crazy. But it is crazy. So so this thing that they spliced together says in my 20s, I would have been ready to. And then it has a hyphen and it says, and I was mad, dude. I'm a gun owner. So I, you know, I had them loaded and ready. Hmm. And that is absolutely not what you said. You were saying, no. you said, as far as the guns, you were talking about when the tweet went out and you were getting 
threats and people tweeting out your address and, and people saying they were going to come and murder your family. You were saying yeah. that, you know, you, you were a gun owner and you were ready to defend yourself and your family. You sure you never said anything about going on a shooting spree. Well, the, you, 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 you read that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Go ahead. And what you said about being in your twenties is basically you're happy that you were not in your twenties and that Jesus had changed your life and you didn't have the temper that you used to have. Amen. Amen. And you know, let's point out this fact too, real quick while, while we're in this rabbit hole here, the, the, the highlighted area in this typed up, version of our podcast. So here we already typed up. You've got some, you know, at home uh, creative writers per se. And it said in my twenties, I would have been ready to, then there's a little hyphen. Uh, I was mad, dude. I'm a gun owner. So uh, I, you know, I had them loaded and ready, but the guy who retweeted this <laughs> puts in his own words that, Oh God, I skimmed past the part where Jackson Riker said he would have gone on a shooting spree at work. So where in that sentence that was typed up or anywhere in the podcast did I say anything about a shooting spree? Never. This is what we're going against, guys, uh, you know, listeners out there, people taking what we say, making their own narrative out of it to try and destroy others' lives. And ultimately it didn't, when I saw it, I was just like kind of slapped my head and was like, man, alive, here we go. But we had to address it. Like I felt like Casey, you and I had to address this uh, because you can go back and listen to the podcast and nowhere. Um, you got two different narratives here. One where we're talking about me being a gun owner, I'd have been ready. But then this guy retweets it and says, I was going to go on a mass shooting spree. I was like, man, it's blows my mind, bro. Blows my mind. It does. It's, it's really nuts. And I really, I pray for this nation and I pray for these people. Um, I don't see how people are so blind and how they're getting caught up in all of this. I do want to say this. Uh, I am thankful. And to all those who are going to listen to this, I am thankful for those, uh, you know, we don't ask for anybody to defend us. But right. I am grateful for all of those who have stood up and defended us and who have, yeah. who have said, uh, you know, I may not agree with everything that you guys say, um, mm -hmm. but I think what you're doing is great. And I, I, you know, that's the thing. That's the American way. We all have a right to our own beliefs and our own opinions. It, sure. it don't mean that we, <clears throat> that we go and kick doors in and, and force people to believe the way that we believe. And here's what I'm, and this might get us some other uh, uh, hate mail. Uh, and, and this is by Lay no it means, before we, before I say it, this is by no means a racist statement or anything, but I, 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 there was a guy tweeting me yesterday and he was talking about how the Bible commands uh, people to the Christians to go and take over and dominate and, and basically kill people who don't believe. And I'm like, dude, uh, I believe you're getting the Bible mixed up with the Quran. Yes. Oh you yeah. Know, that's it, these people are clueless, but back to what I was saying, I, I'm thankful for those who have stood up uh, because in, in this cancel culture garbage, it takes a lot of courage for, for people to stand up because as soon as you stand up, you're going to get, you're going to get blasted. 
Dude, I had a buddy text me last night uh, in regard. No, this morning. I'm sorry. Within regards to this stuff and in regard to listening to our podcast, he's a younger gentleman. And he, he was like, how, how did you handle that? He goes, man, I like, I'm reading this stuff, listening to it now that happened two years ago. And I'm, it's making me mad. I was like, dude, it's, it's the difference between me and my twenties. Me now it's the difference between being made new in Jesus Christ. It's, it's the difference between waking up every morning. And we've spoken about this over and over again and saying, okay, I have to clothe myself with Jesus. I have to uh, make myself new basically every day. And I told him, I said, that's the difference, man. And he's a Christian believer. You know, he said, well, like, I got to learn to live this way. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you do, you do. Because like the wrestling business, first of all, is going to, it's going to, it can pull you apart. Definitely. But now that we live in a world of social media, they're going to try to attack you over the smallest things you say, you do, uh, your beliefs. And I said, look, I'm a Christian. I would, and I get attacked most every day because I'm posting Bible verses. Oh, you know, fake God, whatever. I say, I'd much rather be attacked over that than attacked over anything else. Cause it's something I can defend. I know that's true to my heart. Uh, but you and I get text and this is what matters the most is we're using this to change lives, to share the gospel. We get texts throughout the week and we'll share them to one another of friends of, of fans or listeners that just thank us for being, yes. and this isn't to glorify you and I exactly, you know, this is to glorify God, bro. In this platform he's given us. So with this platform, just like the platform that the disciples had, dude, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be ridiculed. We're going to be blasted. But the fact is we're going to stick to the truth and the life and the way Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So <clears throat> man, uh, after last week's episode and talking about cancel culture, talking about the American way and, and things like that, me and you got to talking about uh, where, how do we as, as Christians and as Americans, how do we, what are we allowed to stand against and what should we be submitting to? And, and so I want to read from Romans 13 uh, real quick before we get started on it. That way everybody kind of has a context. Please listen to me out there, listeners. A context. That's something that everybody <laughs> needs to, to take our words in context. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, Romans 13, beginning at verse 1, says, Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God and those who resist will bring judgment uh, on themselves. So you can go on and, and finish reading Romans 13. It continues down through there, but I believe that gives us enough context of what we're going to be discussing. But you know, we were we were talking about so many Christians are afraid to talk about certain subjects. Uh, right. So many Christians are afraid to stand up when it comes to the subject of abortion or the uh, the LGBTQ uh, whatever agenda. You know, yeah, uh, and 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 not just those, but but other things. But those are two of the big ones that that the the culture uh, you know tries to shove down everybody's throats. And 
you know, a lot of Christians, they don't, they're afraid to stand up. They're afraid to publicly talk about it. They don't know how to approach this and they don't know if they've got biblical grounds for it. Um, and I, I just want to say for, for Christians, um, the big thing is as far as like abortion and, and this other stuff, um, when a lot of Christians don't want to approach it because they say, Oh, it's just a political issue, but right. abortion and this other stuff is, is not just a political issue. When they start trying to force that stuff on us, uh, then that becomes a moral issue. And it's our job as the followers of Christ to stand up and preach the truth. Yeah. And this is where we got to start letting, and I heard this said once scripture interprets scripture. Mm -hmm. So we, as Christians will read something sometimes and kind of go, Oh, well, we can't do that. We can't say that. So when, you know, someone reads this, they're thinking, man, do I have to submit to these government authorities if they come in and, you know, tell me whatever, we're taking your guns or, you know, you have to vote for abortions and stuff like this. And we have to dive into this topic a little bit more, because if you do and you really start to study into it and learn more into it, uh, there's biblical here. Here we go. Scripture interpreting scripture. There's biblical references in the Old Testament and the New Testament that point us to different things that says, OK, <clears throat> yes, there is a, a point where we have to respect the government authorities. But there's also a point where we as Christians, as followers and worshipers of God, have to step back, stand for our God, godly beliefs, our biblical standards, and put our foot down, basically, and said, no, we are not doing that. Um, and, and I have many, I have a few references we're definitely going to get into here. But this is where you, you as a believer out there, you're, you're, you're reading certain things like this. And I had, you know, it's funny we're bringing this up because about three weeks ago, uh, a gentleman I used to mentor in a youth group goes to uh, a certain church in, in Missouri and uh, John Lindell, the pastor, matter of fact, who I love and appreciate did a sermon on, on civil disobedience. And there was just a lot of good things in there. And yeah. the young, the, the kid that I mentor uh, just got out of high school, started attending college. He's, he's, he's feeling his heart being led to do politics as a Christian, which, you know, which is amazing because we need more of those, but he had some, he had some like kind of pullback from that sermon and we were just talking about it. So it's funny. We're bringing it up today because a lot of things we're going to talk about, I spoke to him about. Yeah. So a couple of things that I want to bring out from the beginning is um, so we've read through it in our study on acts, acts chapter four and acts chapter five. Yeah. <laughs> the, the disciples were, being persecuted and, and brought forth by the, the leaders and being told to stop preaching about Jesus. And, uh, in, uh, in Acts chapter four, verse 19, it says, but Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God, you judge. And then over in chapter five, Going through yep. the uh, going through the same thing, verse twenty nine, it says, "But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man.' So, uh, when it comes to when it comes to our freedoms, uh, our freedom of speech, our freedom of religion, 
when these things are trying to be taken away, these things are, are trying to be suppressed, um, then no, we we have a right to stand up for that. We have a biblical mandate to stand up and and refuse to stop preaching Jesus. Right. Yeah. And we, OK, so it's good we're talking about that because I have these things written down. Uh, Peter said we must obey God rather than man. So we bring up these things that stand that go against our beliefs, that go against what God, uh, you know, basically uh, directs us to do in the Bible. So I, I look at Exodus chapter one, verse 16 and 17, where the midwives are told to go kill the baby boys, all baby boys, kill them. I believe Pharaoh said, go wipe them out basically, <laughs> but they feared God. They didn't kill the babies. They took them and hit them. And you look at what God did. He rewarded those because they stood against this anti godly, like call to go kill these children. You go to the book of Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar um, ordered the three men to, to bow to idols. Well, they didn't. God saved them from the fire. You know, they refused to bow to these certain idols, which is one of the 10 commandments, you know, no other God before me. Exactly. Uh, Daniel six, Darius, the King establishes law that no, there'll be no worship of any other God or man, but him. Uh, and Daniel says, Nope, still going to go worship God. He went right up to his room and opened up his window and in front of everybody, praise you, know, praise the Lord. They threw him in the lion's den. What happened? God saved him out of the lion's den. So we see these different, these different, um, you know, tales in the Bible of this civil disobedience per se, but it's because they were worshiping God. They were saying, no, we're not going to, we're not going to bow to this. We're going to bow and we're going to worship God only. And God, you know, he, he, um, he celebrated that basically and rewarded them. So, uh, Christians, make sure you understand as far as your uh, freedom of religion, as far as your 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 freedom of speech, these two things, they're essential. Um, and in our and here's here's something. And this is hard for a lot of American Christians to deal with, but. We are called, if we're true followers of Jesus, we're called to be Christians first and Americans second. Yeah, and I, yes. I know that a lot of people, a lot of Americans don't like to look at that, look at it like that because, you know, and I understand, you know, I love my nation. Um, you know, we are a free nation. I thank God for the nation that I've grown up in and live in. Um, and, and I am, so grateful for all who are like you and, and others who have fought and died for uh, the freedoms that we have in this nation. But uh, ultimately we are to be followers of Jesus, followers of the word of God before anything. Yeah, man. Amen, dude. And that's really what it's about is, is worshiping the, the King of Kings, not, you know, who's on, in the president or who's, you know, whatever in office, it's not worshiping those people. It's, it's realizing that whether we support Biden, whether we support Trump, whether we support whoever the next president's going to be, we realize that these things happen. Um, and God's going to use them for good. Uh, it, we can read into revelation. Now the gospel, I was reading this book the other day and it slapped me in the face. It said the gospel, if we study the study, the gospel, just for what Jesus did while he was alive, his, you know, his death, burial, resurrection, all that stuff. Then we're missing out on 
the part of the gospel in, in Revelation where he comes back yes. and he takes over and there's no more tears, no more pain, no more sorrow. We miss out on that point. So we have to realize all these things that are happening right now uh, are for the greater good. And if we as Christians will, um, I guess, unite together and use this for good instead of being the one that's out on the street with an, you know, F Biden flag or a, exactly. you know, but also on the other hand, having a Jesus saves flag, we just can't do that. That's not what Christ would have done. Um, you know, he, we got to share the gospel, share it with love. We have to pray for these authorities that are in office that we don't agree with. Like it's trust me, years ago, this was hard for me to do. But now, you know, nightly, I try my best to pray for the president, for all these who are doing these bad things to the world, uh, because, you know, really, that's what it comes down to is intercession for these others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've got to pray for those and. uh that that's another hard thing for for people to do is is pray for the leaders uh, when when you don't agree with what they you know I, I'm sure that right. there were a lot of people out there who when Trump was in office uh, they refused to pray for him and right. I'm sure that there's a lot of Christians out there who are refusing to pray for Biden but but we should be praying for our leaders ultimately yeah. uh, we should be praying that if they don't know Jesus Christ, that they come to a saving knowledge of him. That's, that's ultimately because, because when someone truly knows Jesus, then things are going to start lining up. And I know, yes. I know politics is hard and I know that there's garbage that they've got to deal with and, and, you know, mazes and stuff that they've got to go through to get, get their, uh, uh, policies and everything over, but, you know, we should be praying for these people. We should be praying that, uh, and ultimately we should be praying as Jesus prayed, God, not my will, but your will be done. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd like to touch on Romans 13. So three and four real quick, uh, Romans 13, verse three and four says for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Uh, would you have no fear of the one who is in, thor- in authority? <clears throat> then do what is good and you will receive his approval for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid for he does not uh, bear the sword in vain for he is the servant of God an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. So I was like, what does that mean? What is Paul talking about here? He's you know saying the, that there's a good authority and all this stuff. So the general statement of how government should be, what Paul was saying is his view of a good godly government uh, where good is rewarded and evil is punished. Now, obviously we're starting to see in our world through cancel culture, through the government, through the, these things that are happening in our world, this division um, that now they're punishing good and rewarding bad. And this brings us into a conflict with authority. So once again, this, uh, being submissive to the authorities, this this starts to bring us into a conflict where we have to step back as Christians, godly men, godly women, and say, okay, wait a minute, we serve God first. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to standing up for the rights of unborn babies, uh, you know, for the rights of, you know, just certain like taking God out of school, taking prayer out of school, um, we have to start standing. We have to start standing for what's true. We have to start standing for God because we see in a world now, dude, like I just said where uh, good is bad and bad is good. 
Mm-hmm. The darkness is starting to kind of consume a lot more than we saw even 10 years ago or 20 years ago when I was in high school. We have to go to Romans 12, too, and remember that Paul tells us to not conform to the ways of the world, you know, to be transformed and renewed, which means living a godly life, having godly standards and standing up to these authorities and these these radical these radical folks who are trying to basically uh, do away with God or tell us that the Bible, you know, oh, you can't help someone who is dealing with homosexuality or someone who is dealing with uh, wanting to, you know, change their gender. Because if you do, then we're going to put you in prison or we're going to lock your doors like you're dealing with in Canada right now. That's where you see this situation of standing against the authorities because it is against godly values and, and our godly principles. Amen. And man, it, it blows my mind that the governments have started falling into all of this and pushing all of this stuff. It just, I look at just in my lifetime, um, how radically times have changed. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, it is crazy how, how these things come about. And I believe it might've been Isaiah who said, woe to those who call <laughs> good evil and evil good. And yes. That's the society that we are living in. Uh, uh, let's see. Second hmm. Timothy chapter three. I want to read this. Okay. It talks about, it talks about today's society. Uh, this was Paul writing to Timothy and he says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come for yeah. men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers mm. of God, having a form of godliness but de- denying its power, and from such people turn that yeah. our society. Oof. Dude, it is our society. And man, what really hit me right there was verse five, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Uh, And he says, avoid such people. You Mm -hmm. got certain, and I'm not going to jump down that rabbit hole too much, but I think we need to as Christians, be careful who you're sitting under. Yes. You know, be careful who you're sitting under your pastor. There's a lot of them out there preaching this prosperity gospel. That, oh, you just need to be a good person. You just need to uh, submit to the authorities per se, or they're, you know, telling people you can't come into my church if you're not vaccinated. Just, just okay, small things like that. But listen, Paul tells us to avoid such people. Jesus spoke about it. Um, <laughs> and we have to remember that we have to have this spiritual discernment. Okay, is this godly or is this of the world? And that's what Paul's talking about, right, dude. And this list is, I mean, you think about this list right here. He's writing this. I mean, thousands of years ago and all of this stuff we're seeing right now, people are loving themselves rather than God. There's a great falling away from the, the, the youth falling away from God because they're, they're being spoon fed. They're not being fed the true word of God. Uh, they're under these people who are, have this appearance of godliness, but they're just preaching this prosperity gospel just to fatten their pockets or whatnot. Yeah. And man, it's so sad, but it's so true that what we're going through right now, uh, we have to be aware of, we have to open up our eyes. And that's why I'm glad that we're kind of diving into this 
uh, and not trading lightly with what we're saying because we have to speak the truth. We do have to speak the truth, and and that's a that's a lesson for all Christians. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I know there are so many out there who are who do not like confrontation, and I don't like confrontation either. I don't like yeah. arguments. I don't <laughs> like you know. But there comes a time when we have to stand up, and so many people get uh, so many people get meekness. And the, some of the stuff that Jesus taught about turning the other cheek and all this, they get that mixed up and say, oh, well, we, we just can't do anything about the culture. We're supposed to just shut up and be quiet about it. No, Jesus, no. Jesus called out sin. Jesus, yeah. Jesus never let sin slide. Uh, he, he, went, he went to the, the, the woman caught in adultery. You know, he went to her. He went to the woman at the well. He said, hey, go bring your yeah. husband. She says, uh, I don't have one. He says, yeah, and the, the others that you're, one, that you're shacked up with now ain't your husband. You know, I mean, Jesus yeah. Jesus called out sin. He did it in love, and he, he showed people that he was there to set them free. But he never let sin skate. That's that's something that we as Christians need to understand. And, and we have to understand that we have a call not to do like that, uh, that uh, whatever that I don't even want to call the name and give them publicity. But some big Baptist sure. church that that goes to the abortion clinics and goes and stands out on the side of the road with the, the God hates fag signs and stuff. Yeah, like that. man. Yeah. That stuff, that stuff right. is not going to bring people to Jesus. That's not what we are called to do. We are called to share the gospel with them in love. And mm-hmm. but we are called to stand for the truth of the word of God. We are. We are. We're, we're I wrote this this quote down, basically, or, or a little bit of a phrase here. Um, OK, so right. It's right to resist certain authorities in order to obey God's commands. So I put you had men like Hitler, Pharaoh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, Nero, Pilate. We can name so many other ones. And it said, you know, luckily, real quick, we're not facing that type of Hitler or these type of men yet in our world, in our society. But it says, will we save our lives and submit to this type of authority? Okay. Or will we stand like Peter and all these others and say, no, we must obey God rather than man. We will stand for our biblical beliefs. Uh, We will stand on the words of Jesus and ultimately face, you know, some people overseas right now, here in America, we have it so easy. We talk about this quite often. Man, in these other countries, these folks, I mean, dude, it almost brings you to tears to think about these guys. <laughs> dude, they're kicking their doors down and chopping their heads off, man. You know? Yeah. We have to remember these things, that these people are dying for the gospel. You know, they're standing for what they believe in, and ultimately, they're dying. But when they open up their eyes, they're facing the king, man. Hallelujah. And he's going, Poof. he's, he's saying, well done, bro. Yes. And that's what it's about is, you know, we have to stand against certain authorities when it comes to what they're saying that, that stands against the word of God. We have to obey God. And that's yeah. the ultimate thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to, that's what I want to clarify for anybody. You know, we've, we've hit a few different rabbit trails, but I want people to understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
we are to stand for biblical truth in love. Yeah. Um, we are to share the gospel with, with love. Um, and, and when it comes to moral things such as abortion, we are to stand and, and speak out against it. We are to stand and tell people the truth. Sure. Uh, there are areas where we are called to submit to the authorities and then areas like this, when it goes against the word of God, that we are called to, to stand and be like a Daniel or be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or be like the apostles and, and say, no, like you said, we've got to obey God rather than man. Right. Yeah. And, and real quick, man, as we're, you know, wrapping up, I guess, I don't know, but it says, you know, if the demands of authority is requiring us to disobey Jesus, uh, then we aren't subject to them at this point. But, and another thing, somebody's going to listen and go, oh man, it means I don't have to, you know, obey the speeding laws. No, things like that are completely different, completely different speeding laws. It doesn't disobey. It doesn't require us to disobey Jesus or God's law. What we're talking about is these radical things that are being told to us by the government, by the media that we have to do, that we have to submit to. These are the things that, you know, Casey and I are talking about today is, is ultimately, like he said, we are called to love like Jesus. We aren't called to hold signs out saying God hates fags or God hates, you know, a woman killing her baby. Like that's not, that's not what the Bible teaches us. That's not what Jesus instructed us. Um, we are to love and share God's love everywhere we go and everything we do. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And and please, people, uh, understand that I know I know a lot of you are offended by things. And and the thing is, um, the Bible says that the cross is an offense. So a, a lot of people are offended by the gospel. Um, we we're not saying this stuff and we're not standing against this stuff because we hate you. We we're talking about this stuff and and we are uh, exposing these things uh, because we love you and because we care. And I want to give an example. I heard a preacher say this one time and it just, it really stuck with me. And he said, people who are hating us sharing the gospel are like people who would rather drive off a bridge if it was collapsed. So a question for those out there listening who may hate us for what we believe or hate us for sharing the gospel. Um, if I'm driving down the road highway about 70 miles an hour and I get to a bridge that has collapsed, would you rather me turn my car sideways in the middle of the road and jump out and start screaming at everybody? Stop, stop, stop. Or would you rather me just turn around and let everybody drive off the cliff or off, off the right. road? That's what we are doing. We, we are sharing yeah. the gospel in love. Uh, none of this is meant to be quote hate speech, unquote. We are sharing Jesus sure. and it's, it's from a place in our heart that we know what Jesus has done in our lives. We know the radical transformation that he has done in us and so many others. And we know that he can do it for you as well. Amen. Amen. Like, and I've mentioned that a few times on here, 
Um, I used to be scared to read Revelation because it was one of those books where, first of all, I didn't understand it. Second of all, there was just some weird stuff going on. <laughs> uh, but it's all visions that John had, and he was given these visions by the Lord. And if you go read that, it's kind of what Casey's talking about right here. It, it is that bridge that's collapsed where John is standing there waving his hands, warning warning us of the end times, things yeah. we're going through right now. He's warning us, turn back and repent and call upon the name of Jesus Christ. He's given us a warning. And, and Revelation says it. Some, some of the folks are not going to heed to the warning. They're going to continue to live in sin. Even as these things are happening, there'll be some, some who, who when the Lord comes, you know, out of that, all in that mighty cloud that are still going to curse his name. I, I don't get it. But what we're saying here is just know that what we're doing, what we're trying to share uh, is, is a gospel with love from two guys who've been transformed from being drunks or being, you know, whatever we went through, uh, yeah. who still aren't perfect. Every single day we text each other, hey, pray for me for this situation. Yeah. But we're just trying to warn you, as he said, at this collapsed bridge, waving our hands, screaming and as you know, as much as we can. Man, Jesus is real and he is uh, he loves you no matter what you've done or what you're going through. Amen. And and trust me, uh, I know you on a bigger scale, but I would not uh, I would not suffer the the hate mail and the persecution. Um, and I know you would not suffer the hate tweet and the and the persecution and your uh biggest opportunity being canceled um, mm -hmm. for, for nothing. So I want people to understand that the, just like in, in now we, we're not nowhere near what the uh, apostles were, were suffering at that time. Sure. But sure. they suffered and went to their death preaching Jesus because yeah. they knew that they had something that the people needed. If, oh, yeah. if I had if I had a a medicine that would cure cancer, I would be giving it out. You know, sure. so that's what we're doing. Uh, a lot of people may hate us for it. A lot of people might not like what we're saying. Uh, but I hope whether you agree with us or whether you disagree, that you hear our hearts and you know that we're sharing the gospel because we love you. Amen. Amen. Good, good, good way to end it, brother. That's, that's all we can say right there. All right, guys. Uh, well, if you feel led to uh, give to the ministry of wrestling for the faith, you can do so on Venmo at wrestling for the faith. Also on cash app dollar sign wrestling for the faith. And if you have any prayer requests, thoughts, questions, comments, or praise reports, uh, please be sure to email us at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and all those socials. And, uh, you know, we'd love to chat with you. And, and uh, you know, we love to, we love to, to, to dialogue, you know, as long yeah. as somebody's not, as long as somebody's not being like a troll and being hateful, you know, yeah. we, we love to dialogue. We can disagree. And and not hate each other. So sure. feel free to feel free to to tweet us or contact us. Amen. Yep. Any any questions, please, because we're always down for some different different topics, different points of view. And and you know, we, we're constantly on social media trying to, you know, just 
banter back and forth with folks, but we, we do appreciate the support. Um, you guys tuning in every single week, man, I get, it's just so cool to see some of the texts and stuff we get throughout the week, bro. It's, it's, it's one of those things where you sit sometimes you go, man, is this, you know, sometimes this worth it, but it's like the Lord reassures you. Yeah, it is worth it. You're using this platform for the greater good, man. So praise God. Whether, whether we're reaching, uh, 1 million or just one, uh, it's, yeah. it's all worth it for the kingdom, man. So. Amen, right, brother. We thank you so much for listening. If this episode is a blessing, please share it. Let people know about the wrestling for the faith podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith.